0: question podcast i'm elena and i'm sadie we have a special guest today our producer anthony anthony gallo which anthony i love your last name it feels so like like just anthony gallo say it anthony
1: anthony gallo <laughs>
0: <laughs> does something you feel it yeah it's a vibe, <laughs> it's a vibe. Yeah. It's wine. Oh, yeah
1: it's a it's a rosé wine i believe
0: Oh my gosh, really? Like
2: it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh yeah. Well, we wanted to have Anthony on this episode. Um, on our last episode, we were talking about some crazy shit, and we thought, hmm, who better to have on?
1: Yeah, who's crazy that we know?
2: Than Anthony. <laughs> yeah, for real. Anthony just is open-minded to some out there shit, and I like it. And I like your take on things because there's certain people that can talk about conspiracies and go down this rabbit hole and uh, Mm. and, (laughs) no pun intended, but that was dope. And they go down this rabbit hole and they get stuck there. And they, you know, they look at everything as like, everybody's out to get them and they get in this mindset and it's unhealthy. And like, like everything in life, it's about balance. So I love your perspective on things because I feel like you have the balance. So I'm excited to talk about these things with you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. And just so you know, I find balance, honestly, by going way too far and realizing, oh, I'm like upside down right now. And then bringing myself back to center. Um, I just don't share. Usually I don't share when I go too far with people. I just keep to myself. Right. Cause I learned, um, Way back when I first started, um, you know, I'm pretty sure we all go through this. I would tell people, no one asked. I'm just like, hey, so did you know there's like lizard people running the simulation that we're in? And like, you know, the (laughs) the, yeah, yeah. So people stopped talking to me pretty early on in my path. And I realized, um, you know, maybe I'm going a little too far. Maybe it's me.
0: Well, there you go. Let me ask you, you said that you center yourself. How do you do that? How do you come back
1: um that's actually a really good question i don't i don't actually have like a process i just do what feels right depending on what's happening Mm. um sometimes i go too far with out there beliefs um where I, i feel almost resentment for this physical reality because it's not as kind it's way more difficult and slow Um, And I feel like it doesn't really consider me and what I want right now. And I realized that I'm basically being kind of like, um, an entitled child.
0: (laughs) Holy shit! When you say that I picture and hear in my mind, the 3d, would you consider that mindset, the 3d mindset,
1: what being an entitled child,
0: just what you just said, like when you feel like people are out to get you or just that mindset of what it is, what this is right now. Yeah. That's yeah. That's,
1: that's definitely 3d. Yeah. um, When, when you're in higher dimensions, uh, everything's pretty kosher. You know, you're on the same page at, at the very least. If you and a being were not on the same page, you would both be like, Oh, we don't jive at all. Wow. I okay. Goodbye. And you'd be like, yeah, totally. Good luck in life. You know, we yeah. just don't get along. Whereas here we lie to each other and accidentally gaslight each other to like get along because we want to look like good people and like, oh, I'll just abandon parts of me. It's just why they're comfortable. And then a clash happens years down the road.
0: The people with yeah. tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. We know that well. We know that well because <laughs> that's been prominent lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's been oh, in our yeah. lately. Yeah.
2: Right. Damn. Okay. So we just want to like do a little intro with you and just ask a couple questions so that our listeners know who you are and just a little bit about you. Nothing crazy, but...
0: How did you get into healing?
1: So I, I got into healing um, after a really long, almost a decade long um, drug binge, basically on and off. And I discovered Tim's podcast, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, shortly after I got sober again. Um, yeah. I was just playing a lot of Call of Duty and looking for podcasts to listen to while I did that. And I started listening from my canon. And I, you know, was going to tolerate these two crazy people that were with him to hear Mike be funny. And just the more I listened to it, the more just the stuff Tim was saying about like Anunnaki and starseeds and all this stuff just resonated with me. And I was an atheist. Um, Next thing I know, I'm reaching out to him. And then next, next thing I know, I'm at his front door. Um, Mm -hmm. Like what the hell am I even doing? I don't even believe in this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to learn how to meditate to make my anxiety go away so I could keep playing call of duty and smoking weed. Um, And every healer channel psychic tarot reader astrologer that I see would tell me, Anthony, you're a healer and you're a spiritual teacher. And the only person getting in your way is you not believing that. So when you're ready, the universe is waiting. Um, Tim was a bit, a big advocate of that. So that was about almost four years ago. Um, and uh, now I'm a Reiki practitioner going to the same school Sadie is. And it's fucking crazy. Yep.
2: Yeah. It's kind of Crazy, too, with Tim, because me and you have such similar stories of how we found Tim through the podcast and like just where we were at in life. Like my life was crashing down when I found healing, too. And it's just yeah. interesting that we both have that experience, you know, hearing something that resonated with you and then needing a piece of that. And we reached out for that and here we are. Yeah. (laughs) Really beautiful. I don't
1: don't think it's a coincidence that we both have similar issues, you know, and we both resonate with Tim. That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it is a very beautiful thing.
2: Yeah. Okay. I love that. Okay. So last question, (laughs) we're just asking two questions for you. Um, What lights you up inside? Like what makes you feel excited about life?
1: that's a great question. (laughs) Um, so there's a few things. I, I, (laughs) I, um, you know, sometimes it's small stuff like my cat, you know, she's sleeping on the bed over here. Like sometimes I'll be making dinner and she'll just be like on, you know, doing her cat thing on the floor. Um, and it lights me up. Sometimes I'll just start crying. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God, I love you so much. Oh my God. Um, but sometimes it's also like like bigger things, like um, you know, I, I love making content. I love you know doing podcasting, video editing, um, all this creative stuff. Uh, as far as you know, the spiritual world goes, um, it's definitely higher dimensional stuff. Which is a good thing I'm here for this episode. Um, it's I, I'm going to give an example that's going to be probably very abstract. Not abstract, but it's it's an anime thing, and I know the demographic that listens to this podcast, so I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to get it. Um, but it is an anime called Dragon Ball Z, and in the sequel series Dragon Ball Super, basically, main character and his like arch rival,
0: right?
2: They
1: don't get along. They've killed each other multiple times and come back to life. In the the climax of the final season, they work together against a common enemy. And it's genuine. Like they literally have each other's back, through and through. And I watched that episode and cried like the biggest baby
0: because it
1: was so beautiful to see two people that hate each other legitimately be like, "No, bro, I have your back right now. I swear to God, I'm not gonna let anything happen to you." Um, I'm getting chills just talking about it right now. That type of yeah, that consciousness is missing in this world. And whenever I see it. In real life or in fiction, it just it's like I'm going supernova and melting at the same time. And I gotta call Tim and be like, Oh my god, Tim, I just need to share this with somebody.
2: hmm mm-hmm. Right. That is the best feeling ever. Yeah. That's- I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: That's <laughs> where like the term star seeds and light workers come in, is because the star seeds and light workers are sent here to, oh hi kitty. Kitty's making yeah. an appearance.
1: Hello. She does this anytime I'm doing anything.
0: She does. She's like, "No, look at me." She wants to be yeah. a part. Of- <laughs> no, the star seeds and light workers are sent here to raise the vibration and connect. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I believe star seeds and light workers are here to um, um, ground, um these higher dimensional, um perspectives and the higher dimensional consciousness where um it's basically, we're here to sh- be the example. Right.
0: right.
1: um, And that, that's where I get a little um annoyed where, sorry, sweetie, you just got to be somewhere else. Um, that's where I get a little annoyed with some people in the spiritual community that, you know, talk a good game, but then don't actually embody it. Because right. it's what we're here to do. You know, it's, it's, it's nice to sit here and talk about it. Right. But to actually go out there and do it and live it and do what Tim talks about, love with bones. Right? right you know set, set a boundary but do it in a loving way and make sure you're not abandoning yourself when you're able to have both consider the other person while still putting your needs up there too um right. it's a very powerful way to be and a lot of people they go one or the other way they're either giving you know middle fingers to the world or they just fold over and let people walk all over them
2: right and there's not enough of a balance it's so true so we were touching on starseeds a little bit. So for people that have no idea what a starseed is, they hear that and they're like, what the hell are they talking about? How would you describe what a starseed is? We kind of uh, talk about how they're here to, you know, raise vibration and things like that. But how would you describe a starseed to somebody who's never heard of that before?
1: So uh, a starseed, uh, what I believe a starseed is, is, is someone who is currently incarnated and a higher dimensional reality on another planet that is that, that being is then focusing its consciousness here. Mm-hmm. And now here you are. Um, so usually um, it would be for people that aren't star seats. It would be, you know, your higher self and then here, right. For a like, star seed, it would. Here. Hmm?
0: here like, like here in a physical body. Right.
1: Yes. Right. So you'd be your higher self is focusing it's awareness here on earth. And then that, that it's like a funnel. Right. Yeah. And at the end of that funnel is you, um, a, a star seed, the higher self is doing that on some ET planet. And then that six, seven dimensional being, whatever it is, is doing the same thing towards earth. Um, and there's all these different theories on how that's done, whether it's through a trans state, some type of alien technology, I don't know. Um, it's it, it gets. I was talking about on my last podcast episode with Connor. Um, it's almost like there's all these little different clicks in the spiritual community. You know, like right. some people. There's there's other definitions of what a star seed is. Uh, some people think it's past life stuff. I don't subscribe to that. I'm not against it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, so that that's that would be my explanation. Um, but you could find a lot of information going in all different ways. And I think the important thing is to go with what resonates. No, I always try to say that to my clients and people that listen to my stuff is I'm I'm a guy that's looking at a lot of information um, and I'm just saying what resonates with me.
2: Right. So on the topic of resonation, I wanted to say all of you listeners, if you're listening to this, like. Just take what resonates throughout this episode. You know, you don't have to believe everything you're saying. You can think some of it's bullshit. The skepticism is important, but like, just take what resonates with you and ponder what doesn't, I guess, and see how you feel about it in your own body. You know, I think that's important yeah. when we're talking about these kinds of things. So is I there, love that you
0: brought that up. They're a little woo woo. Do, yeah. you, do you consider yourself a starseed then? Or like, what do you consider yourself?
1: I, I do. Um... How do you know? I, so I don't know. I can't pull out like photographic evidence. Right. Um, but I have um, a lot of dots that I've connected um, an internal knowing and, you know, seeing a bunch of people and being told the same thing. Um, but the thing that even put me on this path of, you know, star seeds, uh, I had a series that I was um, writing in my head for years. I was going to make it a whole thing. It was called control. It was about characters in a time loop and a zombie apocalypse in New York City. Um, And then spiritual awakening started to happen. I started implementing spiritual teachings into the story. And when I came across Starseeds and Pleiadians, I realized that I've been drawing Pleiadians in my series for years. Uh, And it was crazy. Like I literally even drew one character doing the same pose as an image of a Pleiadian that I came across on the internet. And I started looking at my hands like, oh, my God, am I, <laughs> am I about to like phase out of reality is getting too out there even for me. And I've done I like I just fell in my body like I'm a Pleiadian starseed and I've done so many pick a cards on YouTube. You know what starseed you are. I always get Pleiadian. It's crazy. So what,
0: what's a Pleiadian? What is that?
2: So let me tell what like, OK, I, I have to say something before we go into this. So on a previous episode, I've talked about like a psychic reading that I got before. And they said that I was like working with one of the seven Pleiadian sisters. So can you explain that to me? And then we can go into to the Pleiadians and what they are and all of that.
1: So the
0: seven,
1: yeah, so the seven sisters, um, what that person was talking about specifically, I'm not sure. But the way I would look at that, Right is, you know, the Pleiades is referred to as the seven sisters because of the seven stars, right? So the Pleiades is actually seven different solar systems. Because reality is holographic, I wouldn't be surprised if that echoes throughout the universe and in that little cluster of stars where there might be like seven Pleiadian goddesses, one representing each solar system working together, it could also represent each individual sun because the sun has a consciousness. The sun has full awareness. Yeah. The sun is a higher dimensional being that we see. Um, we just don't believe that for whatever reason, uh, science oh, really? hasn't proven it yet, but you could be working. You would literally be working with like solar consciousness, you know? And when it comes to information like this, the, the way I like to go about it is I, I just listed like a few possibilities. I hold them all simultaneously and loosely. I don't immediately jump to either one and throw the L's away. I, I keep them there. And then I let more information come to me and guide me. Um, so that's how I would look at it.
2: Okay. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. I've never known what that means. And even star seeds. like I've heard a little bit about them, but I've never really, yeah, dove into it too much. So thank you. Um, so, do we want to go into like dimensions, or we can talk about the matrix? Um.
1: You... <laughs> so, I mean, did did Elena want to hear more about uh, Pleiadians really quick? Yeah. Tell
0: us. Okay. What gonna... Yeah.
1: So, I've I've worked with a few Pleiadians. Um, I also I'm a, I I channel. Uh, I'm a channel. I haven't. I don't talk about it because it doesn't work anymore. Um, I used to hear. Beings loud and clear. And that was another thing where I just walk up to people and be like, so my spirit guards, like, Oh, Anthony, you're literally crazy. Stop talking to me. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I was channeling um, Pleiadians and I, what I saw was um, it was like, everything was black and they were black, but they had a bright outline and like a star, like, on the outline, but like all over, and like those stars, like were glowing, um, and it was it was beautiful. I, I can't I can't put into words how it felt just witnessing them. And
0: talk about it,
1: yeah. And you know they were they they had a lot more confidence in me than I did. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime I've I've channeled Arcturians too, but anytime I channel um, Pleiadians. Um, there's so much love, you know, when I channel Luxurians, it's like love and wisdom Pleiadians. It's like pure love. Right. Um, so, uh, Pleiadians are usually, um, depicted as like albino beings, right. They're usually white blonde hair. Um, and they're almost like our older cousins in a way, as far as, you know, galactic beings go. Cause we're galactic beings too. We just don't see it that way. Yeah. Um, Whereas like Arcturians are even older and very wise and loving. Pleiadians are a little bit more immature and a little bit more like excited, you know, a little bit more like, fuck yeah, let's go do this. Um, like an excited teenager, I guess. There
0: you go. Um,
1: yeah. They're very, usually uh, Pleiadians are um, healing. Um, I forget where I came across this, but there is um, a planet in the Pleiades that is just all about healing and they have like a huge uh, city that's like the healing center it's almost like you can think of it like an energetic hospital like you'd go to that planet that city yeah
2: yeah so I've read a, a Dolores Cannon book and she talks about um oh my gosh how did I just forget oh Atlantis she talks about Atlantis like that and there's like a crystal city and like they use like energy to power everything in their city and all the things that she talks about just like they were mind-blowing to me and I like you were saying I was trying to kind of just hold it all here because I was like uh, I don't know how I feel about all of this but hearing like her talk about it it feels so possible it's like duh like who am I to say that Earth is the only thing, like we're the only living species. Like, hell no. Like that is so closed-minded to think that way. And if you think that way, no judgment,
0: but also open your mind. Rethink. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because yeah. Anthony. It's wild. Do you feel like when like when you saw that being and you say that you came from there? Do you feel like your higher self would still be there? Or do you feel like you were that and came here.
1: So, what I believe is there is a part of me still there right now. Right. Um, because, from my higher self's perspective, like I've, I've had a bunch of lifetimes on this planet, right? We all have, for the most part. Um, from my higher self's perspective, there is no past life and then Anthony and then next life. There is all of it happening simultaneously. My hair is right. literally looking at me in the 1700s and me here right now. Right. Almost like, kind of like how I'm looking at you guys and then looking at me at the same time. Right. Um, so it's the same thing. It's once you get to a certain dimensional perspective, it's all parallel. So that's how I like to, that's, that's where I like to sit. And then Tim has to ground me
0: mm-hmm. very
1: often and be like, yeah, but Anthony, you're also a, a dude from New Jersey and that's fine too. And I'm like, yeah, I guess,
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> You're like, yeah, in the 3D. Yeah. <laughs> Still a funnel from the Pleiadians, where my higher self is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, apparently, um, it was such a crazy experience because I, I asked my guides, like, um, you know, what dimension, um, and they said, uh, oh, ninth dimensional Pleiadian, and I, I said, that's crazy. I'm a, I am can not There's no way. Look at me. I'm a disaster. Fourth dimension at best. Um, And I went and I saw a a psychic. I didn't tell her the answer. That's how I vet psychics. That's a little insider tip, by the way, if you want to do that. Um, And she channeled my guides and she said, oh, you're a ninth dimensional plie and starseed. That's interesting. Um, My head exploded. um, And apparently (laughs) I literally did that, though. Like I used it as such a weapon, like a tyrant, because I was still so immature. Oh, my God. It was awful. I would
0: hate (laughs) (laughs) a few years
1: ago. (laughs) I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's embarrassing. (laughs) Um,
2: so we we keep referencing the 3d. Should we talk about the matrix?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: so I want to ask you the same question. Like what is the matrix in your words?
1: Okay. The matrix is, um, it's, it's a slow vibration. Um, That's actually that's a really, huh? (laughs) That's a hard one.
0: We
2: tried to tackle this in the last episode, and we're like, we need Anthony. (laughs) So pressure's on, bitch. Get it right. (laughs) Yeah. Like I
1: almost want to oversimplify it and be like, it's a simulation, but it's it's something you go into to forget. That's it's a it's a lot slower. Yeah, something Mm -hmm. you go into to forget, and that's what we're doing right now.
0: Yeah. It's a disconnect from your true higher self. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And.
2: um, I'm buzzing again mm, as we talk about this. Yeah.
1: And uh, I I, I forget the artist, um, but he had a beautiful illustration of like half of the person meditating was their three-dimensional self. And they were like, um, I just want to go back to being my ninth dimensional self. And then the other half is the ninth dimensional self saying, um, well, that version of me chose to be here, so maybe.
0: Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's
1: powerful.
0: Right. We all did choose, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I um, I try to remember that when I get really angry about the state of the world. That right. we're probably here because of the state of the world. You know. You, yeah. You do the best work being here right yeah
0: and light working Mm -hmm. and trying to find your connection back to yourself out of the matrix so you can in turn help others do the same that's the whole point yeah (laughs) i
1: um. i remember i i did a when i was doing some shadow work on myself i saw what elena was just talking about in a way where it's like i was in a dark cave and i got out and got like a torch, and now I'm running back into the cave with the torch for everyone that's still like bumping into the walls and stuff.
0: Ooh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah, that is, yeah. like that is worded perfectly. Yeah, for people who aren't who aren't super into this, who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about right now. <sighs> yeah, that was worded so perfect. Thank you for that, mm-hmm. guys. Get your torch and go back in the cave and help other people. <laughs> yeah, right. first, Help yourself help yourself
2: first, right. <laughs> have the courage to hold the torch you have to help yourself. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Damn. Well, what about I want to talk well oh, when, go ahead. When you said the ninth dimension. So how how many Yeah, can we break that down? There? Yeah, and what the hell? Yeah. I mean, we uh, talked about the third, right? Uh-huh. The third is So what? 3D. Okay. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, again, I'm no expert. And this is a lot of this becomes theoretical, you know, right. super string theory stuff. Yes. Um, but I'm starting to realize maybe this is stuff I should study and teach because I love it so much. Um, fourth dimension is uh, basically like time, right? If you're a fourth dimensional being, you can see beginning and ends of a timeline. Once you get into the fifth dimension, you can start to see um, parallel timelines, right? right? So not only the timeline we're on, but um, other timelines—if you made different choices. Um,
0: oh, I love that right. too.
1: Yeah, I—I I forget which dimension becomes a hive mind. I know by the time you hit the ninth dimension, you're definitely in a hive mind. But at some point, it might be seven, might be eight. Um, being stopped, saying "I" and "me," they would—they would say, "We are going to go to shop right," even if it's just one being going to do it. Uh, it's all connected. If I was talking shit about someone in my head, that person on the other side of the planet would know and say, Hey, and then I would know that they just felt me talking shit. Okay.
2: Um, what is that, did you say
1: I it's either it's seven or eight, but definitely by the time you hit nine, that's happening.
2: Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah that helps. That so helps do, me understand. Do you feel like it's it? Well, it's not a common thing for people to be that elevated
1: no no i channeled ninth dimensional beings once um and my my body collapsed
0: yeah they're not here in the physical 3d world right
1: yeah no no No, they're uh once you're in the ninth dimension you're um from what i've studied you're able to see um alternate timelines where the laws of physics are different like that's how far out there they can look. Like, what if gravity just didn't exist? What would reality look like then? Um, what if everyone was made out of noise? Then how do those timelines look? So then they come here, um, which is one of so many timelines they're looking at. And it's it was the way I could describe it. Is it was like a heavy lightness. Like there was so much light going into my body, yeah. my just my body couldn't hold it. I I my head fell over, um, and. I don't even remember what they said to me, but it was such, it was the most intense channeling I've ever done. Um, it was the um, Ninth Dimensional Arcturian Council, which um, Daniel Scranton channels on YouTube. He does a channeling every day. He's amazing. I highly recommend him. They are some of the most beautiful beings um, I've ever experienced. It's like a cl- uh, palate cleanser anytime. I check out a channeled message and people people get turned off because he does a bunch of noises and stuff and tuning right before and after um I I look at that as like a barrier it's almost like if you think that's too silly to listen to the message you just I don't know you're just a little too immature it's kind of like if you don't take a, a teacher seriously because they're not attractive you know
0: right wow yeah
1: yeah but I I'm I'm aware of twelve dimensions, as far as I'm aware of. Once you hit twelve, you're back to source consciousness. Uh, then I saw Melissa, who you two are aware of and have brought up, and she told me that there's a. I'm connected to like a twenty-something dimension. I was like, I don't know what that means, Melissa. Um, so mm-hmm. there might be more than what I'm aware of, which makes sense. You know, we're talking about you know infinite, fractal consciousness. It right. twelve almost seems too simple. I I think twelve is used for a little monkey brains to get yeah, on board.
0: That's right. so true.
2: It's like too much for us to comprehend.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you feel like psychedelics can assist you gaining access to higher dimensions?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I don't take psychedelics too much because, you know, I am a recovering addict. Um and every time I do take them, I'm lighting a fire that I have to put out later. Uh but when I when I do take it, I always have amazing like realizations that I'm shocked. I don't see when I'm sober. Um, Yeah. Tim referred to it as, you know, when you're taking acid, you're actually stumbling into like Christ consciousness, which is exactly how it felt where I, you know, I took um, LSD and I was up very late at night, just crying and taking notes about how I'm a beautiful being and everything's going to work out because I'm very capable and I just need to stop being hard on myself. Um, Yeah.
2: Let's take a break and take that one in for a second.
0: <laughs> That's the God honest truth. Like, we all do it. <laughs> we,
2: we do. do it. We are all so hard on ourselves. And it's like, uh, it's a hard thing. Well, is there anything that you have been excited to talk to us about, Anthony?
1: I want to hear your perspective on the Matrix movie because I'm shocked that you haven't watched it until now.
2: Yeah, me too, actually. So I feel like it was, I'm still trying to comprehend it a little bit Uh Um, because it's just so much, but so at the beginning of the movie, like, I don't want to like ruin this. (laughs) I mean, it's the fucking matrix, right? So people should have seen it, except me. I've never seen (laughs) it. Okay. So at the, well, okay. At the beginning, it like really had my attention, like from the first 10 minutes in, I was, I was in it. Because I just love the talk about higher dimensions and all of this kind of stuff. Like, I love that stuff. And also, it's super action-packed. And, like, I like action movies. (laughs) So, I loved it from the beginning in that aspect. And then, yeah, just as they started, like, explaining what The Matrix was. And, like, how when they come back to The Matrix, like, life is a little rocky. And, like, it's, you know, it's like... Mm -hmm. I don't know, just the description of the matrix and what it is, I feel like really resonated with me. And yeah, I did really like it. I'm excited to watch the other ones.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll I'll make sure to not spoil anything for Elena. And I will also say um, the other two are fine.
2: Yeah. They're,
1: you know, the first one's definitely the best one. And I thought the fourth one was amazing. Um, Even though a lot of people didn't like it, I think I think they, they had bigger ideas of what it was going to be. Plus they didn't, the people that didn't like it, didn't get it. Um, So yeah, with the first matrix, I believe um, the, the Wachowskis um, actually channeled that Um, it's actually based on a book that someone else wrote. Um, uh, So I think it's part of them, you know, taking from that source material, but then everything they, they put into that movie. It's so just correct it's just how i see like things are like i i believe
2: watching it the whole time it was exactly that
1: yeah yeah i really believe that every now and then someone needs to channel some higher truth and then put it out to us right um for whatever reason um it just starts to kick things you know off even if it's not immediate um yeah so yeah when it when it comes to the matrix um There's so many different ways you could like analyze it. For me, the thing that's like the most important is um, when he takes the pill and then he wakes up, right? And he looks and he sees everyone still asleep, um, still in the matrix. To me, that's probably the most powerful moment in the entire movie. uh, Because if you're on this path, you know what that feels like,
2: Mm -hmm. you know, where
1: you look at your friends and your family and you're like, oh my God yeah you're excited that the McRib is coming back no
2: (laughs) (laughs) and you have a moment where it's like I'm gonna like put both feet in and like commit to this healing journey and you do and you can't stop because it's so beautiful but there is that moment where it's like I want this for my life and you make that choice and yeah I love that yeah so yeah absolutely
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: so relatable in that way you know what I mean
1: yeah. Yeah, it's um it's a it's a cascading effect, right? Cuz once you've woken up, you can't go back. You 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 just can't. You mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, no, it's not possible. Um so I I love the Matrix movie. Um and of course I love the action too. Like I'm a big movie TV show guy. Um and I just I think the fight scenes are just amazing the choreography. Um and I think it had to be I think the universe was smart enough to know like all right, we're gonna have to put the truth with a lot of gunfights around it, otherwise yeah. these people aren't gonna fucking watch it. Um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: catches your attention. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And this, the the second one has some stuff that I liked, um, and the third one is mm, it, it's there, uh, but the fourth one was so was so beautiful, especially for me personally, um, which is what the characters were going through and what I'm going through. Yeah. um because I can't really channel anymore um it was so just why do you I don't say know
2: that? why do you say you can't channel anymore Where I talk? just
1: it doesn't work um like it used to and my guides told me that would happen
0: what for real like yeah you it?
1: no just that I became too reliant on them um and right. it's basically like um I was using my my guides as a shield
2: um like and almost like to have a human experience right yeah
1: And when you keep going to your guides, you know, I try to remind people of this, that I I see like, oh, my tarot reader, my tarot reader, or it's like, you know, you came here um, to have your own unique experience. And if you keep going to your guides and you keep going to your tarot reader, you're losing your unique perspective, right? Why it's, it's, it's not, it's not healthy for you. Um, And that was happening to me. And also I wasn't growing anymore, right? I was hiding behind them. Anytime something would happen, I'd be running to my guides and he'd be like, Anthony, you're fine. Why are you running to us? I'd be like, because right. I'm scared, you know?
0: Right. So
1: yeah, just my spirit guide, Cassandra, who is an Atlantean, by the way, um, yeah. she just told me one day, she's like, you know, Anthony, one day you're not going to hear me anymore. And I just started crying. And she said, it's like, it's temporary, but you're going to have to go through that process and realize you, you, realize you don't need me. And then I'll be back.
0: And yeah, I'm still going through ask. that. So you feel yeah. like they're going to come back.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But
2: they're always here. They're just like, go figure it out. Go stumble.
0: Like go yeah. fall. You know, that's how mm-hmm. we learn. Yeah. yeah. So you have a name for one of your spirit guides?
1: Yeah. So I used to see her when I was a little boy and I forgot, but I used to tell the adults around me, you know, the, the lady in the blue dress and they thought it was like my my aunt that passed away and i didn't remember that and i just met a guy who could see guides and he told me that there's a tall blonde woman in a blue dress and she's my spirit guide her name is cassandra and i did what i always do i asked yeah oh yeah oh he's a very uh talented guy um yeah and i asked psychics and they all said the same thing um so yeah, she's this, this blonde woman. She's an Atlantean, and it's crazy because I, I knew what Atlantis was before I saw it. Um, I just knew I knew Atlantis was a bunch of circles. Like at first, I pictured it underwater because that's what we're told, right? And something in me said no, and I, I just set the intention of like let me see Atlantis, and I saw like a circle of water, and then a circle of land, and then water, land, water, land, right? And then with like a city in the center. Of all those rings, and there was a line going through all those, like a walking path. And then, like two days later, um, same guy he's watching a-, a documentary on like Atlantis in the living room, and that's exactly what was on the screen. It was wow. crazy. Yeah.
0: You right there, like, hey, here, this is real. We just want mm-hmm. to let you know. Yeah to confirm it. <laughs> yeah, to confirm it. That's that's crazy. Like so you can literally see her in your mind cuz you've seen her as a kid.
1: Yes, I have seen her. Um it's not like perfect like how I'm seeing you guys, like three-dimensional. It's more like almost like 2D features, but yeah, she's a tall she's a tall beautiful blonde woman, but she told me like she's not. She's her soul, but she's showing up In that form, because that's what I'm familiar with, and also, like, I mean, I'm a guy. I'm gonna like if my spirit guide's a beautiful blonde. Let's be honest. So, you know, yeah.
0: You don't like us because we're not blonde. (laughs) (laughs) Only like blonde (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: that's why I started talking to Sadie. She was a blonde. I was like, this is fantastic. And then she dyed her hair. I'm like, oh,
0: what? Damn (laughs) it! Now I'm all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I quit the show
0: right damn hey brunette's where it's at
2: right that's crazy well we've gotten to some deep conversations here (laughs) yeah how
0: do you feel how do you feel doing your own podcast do you feel like well at least for sadie and i since we started doing this podcast and putting healing work out there we've our lives have like flipped a million different ways and continue to do so so now we're at this point where it's like, I came in today and I'm like, I feel so good today. I feel like a new me. This is going to last. And she's like, yeah, for a while. And I'm like, fuck, why do you have to remind <laughs> me like, I'm going to dip again? Like, cause I, it just always does. But each time, you know, you come out better and bigger and happier. And you so ride the high, you ride the high in anymore. a more balanced way, I guess. Right. I don't know. Do you feel like since you started doing your podcast that things have shifted for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, my podcast has—it's um, had a, a rockier road than this one. Um, I mean, I'll—I'll I'll be honest. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna drag anyone through the mud. But anyone that's listening to my show or they go listen to past episodes, um, you're gonna notice things change after a few episodes. Um, my podcast is helping me assert myself, where I'm learning that I can say, like, this doesn't work for me. Um, And that doesn't make me a bad person if the person being told doesn't like it. Um, Yeah, and I'm realizing right now um, all the stuff that I'm working on with other people, one of the main points of it is for me to start doing that, for me to speak up more. Because, you know, I I grew up in a very... um, I grew up in a lot of abusive households. Um, You know, I moved... Um, a lot. I've been to like 11 schools. I had my whole name changed at 15. I was not born Anthony Gallo. Uh, my name was actually Brandon Bryce. Um, I had a very abusive father. Um, my name used to be Brandon Bryce until I was 15. Um, and then my dad had it changed to, uh, Anthony Gallo, which is his name. Uh, because my my mother forged his signature and wrote a whole different name behind his back. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I come from a very chaotic upbringing, right? Um, so I survived living in drug houses and with my father, who's very abusive and all these different things by almost learning how to like get quiet and camouflage, right? It's like, well, if the adults don't notice me, nothing's going to happen to me. Right. And now I'm 30 and that just, that doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to show up and say, Hey, directly to the person. Yeah. And if they start barking at me, then they start barking at me. And so I, I might, my nervous system might flare up and get triggered and I'll go handle that on my own, but I still have to do what I have to do. Um, okay. At some point that lesson won't be needed anymore And I'm going to be more where you guys are. I'm starting to get there because I met Connor and it's great. Uh, Connor's amazing. Connor has no idea how fucking much I appreciate Mm -hmm. that I met him. Um,
2: Connor is his new co-host. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Connor's my new co-host. I met him in my server um, after, you know, things didn't work out with my other co-hosts. And yeah, we're both, we're both just two dudes on our spiritual paths that like video games um, and slightly edgy humor and like meditation and healing. So we get along really well.
2: Yeah. And the podcast was and... really good. You guys, they just did their first episode and I just listened and I absolutely loved it. I'm excited to see where it goes. It was good. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, if you check out my podcast based out, um, start at episode 10, that's, mm. that's where we're going to be building off of from there. We're going to be talking about things like, um, conspiracies and Some of the stuff we're talking about now, higher dimensions. Um, Yeah, it's pretty fun. And, you know, I I look at what my life was, right? Um, And I see what I'm studying. And I'm very good at, without patting myself on the back too much, I'm very good at taking like the gold nugget that will heal me and integrating it. And then moving forward with that in mind. And after doing it so many times, I can just see like, yeah, if I'm good at this and like I meet so many people that just can't, right, I'm meant to like teach them how I do it. Mm -hmm. Because like, uh, I don't mean to get like heavy, uh, but like-
2: Your experience, we want to hear about you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So like, you know, before I was even born, and I do believe we choose to be born into the lives that we're in. So my, my soul knew what it was getting into. It's right. Um, So fair play, but um, you know, my mother went to go abort me. And the only reason why it didn't happen is because my father dragged her by the hair out of the clinic. And I have mixed feelings on that because I'm pro-choice, but at the same time, I'm like, well,
0: I wouldn't be here, (laughs) here.
1: right. Um, And then my mother couldn't stay sober uh, while she was pregnant with me. Shout out mom appreciate that one. So, and then I'm born into an abusive household. Right. So, but like, it was hard for me before it even started. I was already under attack. Um, and I'm a loner for the most part. I just do what I do. And it's just me, my cat. And, you know, I met you guys and it's really nice. And I have my healer that's about it. Um, so I can see that I, I went through everything I've gone through to heal from it. And then when other people are going through the same thing, I have like, I have like feet on the ground. Right. I know exactly what you're talking. I'm right there with them. Yeah. They want a guy like me. They don't want a guy that came from like a perfect home, right. read a bunch of stuff. Cause they're yeah. not going to be in it with them. Like I am
2: well, yeah. in relationship with yourself and you can be in relationship with other people.
1: Yeah. So I get really excited yeah. about like the podcast and stuff. Cause it's, It's one part entertainment, right? I want to be a comedic podcast, but at the same time, I'm going to be bringing everything I just said to the table as well. And I think that's a very unique thing. The only other person I've experienced that does that is like Tim.
2: Yeah. Yep. That's so true. Well, I'm grateful that you are where you are today and that we are able to meet each other and be where we are because we wouldn't be where we are without you. So thank you That's for so that. True. Yeah. Thank you. Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Best. And your podcast is so good to all the listeners go listen. Like you said, it's called spaced out. And do you have anything else that you want to plug?
1: Um, So you can either go to my website, um, com. I have, you know, I do Twitch streaming my podcast, um, I have a Discord server. Um, all that stuff is linked on my website, reikioverdrive.com. If you want sessions with me, I'm a, a Reiki practitioner. Um, you can either book a session on the website or you can just text me. Uh, my phone number is uh, 201-284-9667. Throwing
0: uh, out that... phone number, huh? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Very ready. Oh, yeah. Um, also,
1: I'm going to have a promo code for your listeners. Okay. Uh if if they set up a session and they put in the promo section uh the word question, they get 15% off uh the first session. So.
0: Yeah. Love it. Thanks. Andy. Go you guys.
2: He's good. He's good at what he does. <laughs> can,
0: Thank you. Sage, can I use that promo code?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, well, yes. <laughs>
2: He's like shit. Fair play. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Anthony, thank you so much. And this will not be the last time that you will be on the podcast. So definitely yeah. not. We're excited to have your co-host on as well and do a dual podcast someday. That'd be awesome.
1: Oh yeah, I'm so excited for that. And I can't wait to have you guys on my show. I'm going to make I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to like clean up the room like, all right, we're not saying those words over here. Right? We're going to like we're going to we're going to like um what is it? Sand oh, the edges? No, you know, make it no. A little oh, you more are. round
0: be you no we don't we don't want no you're not filtering yourself for us we no want, we want the real authentic authentic anthony, anthony. and enough. co-host <laughs> yeah and co-host connor uh-huh. next time oh, next yeah. time we're on yours okay okay i, I like it Excited. do all
2: right you guys thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week bye
1: bye, bye.